0: Well, hello and welcome back to the Live to Give podcast. We're glad you decided to join us. My name is Jacob and here I have with me Nate and Courtney. Again, we are back at it.
1: How you we guys are doing here. today? We're doing all right.
0: Good.
2: A little tired. We yeah. had the Super
0: Bowl. Super Bowl yesterday. Was last night. Yes. It was a
2: yep. late night.
0: It was. It was a Did very Did you guys game. watch the whole thing or like yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah, impressive. <laughs> And you did not? Certainly not. (laughs) (laughs) I made it to the halftime show, and then I was like, Mm -hmm. all right, I'm good time yeah. to turn in <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> time to do something other than watch sports <laughs> <laughs> i thought Pretty it was good you else. could
1: really tell that stafford really wanted it like right. you could just tell that he was really wanting the win it
0: would have been our cinderella story for the bengals it, it, w- w- it would have been but out not that
1: game. Not. they gave it a valiant effort did. valiant effort
0: yeah. were they close like what was the score oh it
2: was close
1: they oh, won good. by 3 well, so just <gasps> Ooh, for listeners Ramston.
2: to realize, those were talking points for Jacob. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> on Sunday morning to There's, bring up any conversation about yes. sports. <laughs> so I saw, I saw
0: a TikTok, and it was like, all right, it was this lady. I don't know who she was, but she was like, all right. So if you want to look sound like you know what you're talking about, <laughs> just just say the phrase Stafford really wants it. Just say that, and people will talk about it. And day. did you try? Did um, you try it out. I did sort of. But I can't take it seriously. So. <laughs> I did. I it used it after out. they scored the first oh,
1: the right, first possession. Right. The Rams came down and scored, and I was like, "Wow, you can really tell Stafford really wants <laughs> it." And everybody started dying. That's like, <laughs> <laughs> awesome.
2: Oh, geez. No, I yeah. love close games, and especially mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl, you never yeah. know if it's a. I mean, if someone's out. killing the other team, it's yeah. just, it's not fun. You kind of lose interest. But this one, you kind of watch till the very end. So I love that. Yeah, That's a good I will
0: game say, team. I did want the Bengals to win just yeah. because I like a good underdog story. So, yeah,
1: yeah. it was good. It and, was a little bittersweet, though. As a Lions fan, I'm not going to lie. Like, oh, yeah. Having Stafford win, I was like, yay, Stafford, but also. Wow, that's so sad for the Lions because mm-hmm. like we let another person go. Like it really oh. like it was a mixed emotion. Like I'm watching like <laughs> the award ceremony the at the end, team? and I'm like, this makes me so sad. <laughs> wait, wait, Jacob, you make me so sad. <laughs> wait, what team was he on? He was on the Lions. <laughs> he was. The Lions were not in the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yes, he was their quarterback for oh. years. Several years. Yeah,
0: but they screwed it up because. And yes because <laughs> <that laughs> yes, of the
1: Lions. The Lions. That is the story I know that Of a so, Lions fan Yeah it is bittersweet I agree
2: Cause Lions are like Yeah that's great for him But mm-hmm. like wait a second Right We had him Yeah Right <laughs> right. right. Like feeling, it too.
1: literally took One year for him To win a Super Bowl After leaving like, That's oh, wow. the story Of Lions fanhood
2: Right you know, it's Yeah
1: like, Really So sad
0: This has happened Multiple times It's
1: like, a life they of They have disappointment. somebody who's good And then they go uh, Somewhere usually else Usually they just they... retire Yeah uh, At like yeah. the peak Of their game now that I'm a Lions I'm done Time to turn it in. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yes.
2: And so with that, that's like so much of the Book of Revelation. It is very, very <laughs> much
1: so. So much.
2: right, <laughs> uh, we're so glad you're staying with us here. Yes. But yeah, we're what? Uh, so we're on week four. Week,
1: week
0: four. 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 Yeah. Four. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> indeed. I get a little confused because we're a week behind. Yeah. So we it just listened. True. We were just at week five yesterday, but we're a week behind. So yes, week four.
2: Which is good, because it it helps us to go back and recall, and when we recall, we're thinking through things that really have stuck out. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so today I'm excited to talk through some fun things, and I'm sure you guys are too. We have some uh, good Good questions that are already planned. I'm excited. I have two, just in case, for brain breaks. (laughs) Oh, good. So just as a heads up.
0: Oh, boy. Um, Yeah, so today we're going to walk through uh, Revelation chapters 5 through 10. Um, at least that's what Kirk's sermon was on. We probably won't. Obviously, we're not. We won't have time to hit five all, chapters. Yeah, that's. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's we're gonna sit lot, and read them to you. Now. I know. <laughs> just kidding. We're There's a lot <laughs> of information. But um, but just in case you haven't read it yet or didn't listen to the sermon or whatever, but this is um, chapters kind of all about the tribulation, mm-hmm. um, and just tribulation in general. Um, there's like the four horsemen and these like beasts and scary things. Like I remember, I remember when I was a kid and a teenager really reading through some of this and it was terrifying (laughs) (laughs) especially like coming from a culture where like the left behind idea was very strong and the whole like it's normal to be afraid of revelation and you should be afraid and like Mm -hmm. all those kinds of thoughts Mm -hmm. so like it just compounds with this part of revelation in my opinion because let me just let me just let's just I'll just read something. you have an too. example? Yes, I do. So like as a kid going from veggie tails right.
3: <laughs> where,
1: you know,
2: where is my hairbrush? Right.
1: right. The biggest concern is where are their hands? Right. Exactly.
3: Exactly.
0: How
1: do they hold the hairbrush? This
0: tomato has a good voice. <laughs> yes. Two locusts. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Let me okay, so this is Revelation nine, seven-ish. Um, the locusts looked like horses prepared for battle on their heads. They wore something like crowns of gold and their faces resembled human faces. Their hair was like women's hair and their teeth were like lion's teeth. They had breastplates like breastplates of iron and the sound of their wings was like thundering of many horses and chariots rushing into <laughs> battle. They had tails with stingers like scorpions <laughs> and in their tails they had the power to torment people for five months. They had as king over them the angel of the abyss, whose name in Hebrew is Abaddon. What? <laughs> right? <laughs>
2: I don't hear like a nifty tune
0: coming out no, of you know I No, I know. There's no like... <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting that from this. No. <laughs> no, so as a child, what did you think when you heard that? Oh my gosh. I mean, I have a vivid imagination. So I was just picturing these creatures <laughs> in my brain, mm-hmm. and I did not enjoy that.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: no. Yeah. Which, honestly as like revelation, that's kind of the point, like John, the author is trying to write out these images that he's seeing. And so he can only do as good of a job, but like, <clears throat> but I think that's kind of the point of, as we're reading this, like, let's think about what, these creatures actually looked like this is what john was experiencing Mm -hmm. and so like yes we i think we should be imagining these things in our brain and like thinking about what it was like and what it felt like and what john was feeling as he was writing and all of that but as like a child (laughs) maybe not so much that's a little scary (laughs)
2: Yeah, and even in the sermon, there was a picture of what, like, yeah. somebody would look like that, yeah. you know, put all the characteristics together, which was interesting, too. And it's always, it's almost like this is an element of what maybe nightmares is about for some people. You know, like, yeah. yeah, locusts coming after with uh, a stinger. Yeah, uh, actually, yeah. I just,
0: it just popped in my brain. I remember something um, Kirk talked about, like, locusts as, like, the creature locust. There's some of the most, like... Mm-hmm. devastating animals mm-hmm. because they just rip through crops and like totally devastate a whole region because they're, I think, Oh my gosh, I'm going to make this up because I don't remember properly. I appreciate the declaration. Yes. Did, at least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he said he looked up, he found a statistic or something that the largest locust swarm was like 50 miles wide mm-hmm. or something like that. I could be totally wrong no, i remember hearing something along Some, there was lines. something like yeah. that but like can you imagine oh yeah that's oh crazy insane right no and that's then a you, hard no and then you picture
1: these things with like scorpion right. on top. And not <laughs> right. just your normal locusts. no like yeah. Yeah. in <laughs> the tail
0: there's like power to torment you for five months yeah. which seems strange but
1: mm-hmm. right it's terrifying yeah mm,
0: no thanks yeah no <laughs> kidding but like this is, this is, this is revelation. There are pictures and symbols of things that is challenging to interpret and challenging to understand. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, and even with a destruction point of view, Israel, right. the Israelites
2: way back old Testament yeah. timeframe had a perspective of sin that might've been a little bit different too. Hmm. destruction was, uh, more or less symbolic of going back even to the garden where the garden, um, when, um, the fall happens, there's this curse where there's right. a curse on earth and and the the curse is a sign of destruction right um is a sign of some kind of deadline happening and so when you look at and conceive the thoughts about sin it can be more about like this curse aspect where even rot if they had a uh, a bag that had rot right. in it they would right. burn it because it was a sign of the curse right. and mm-hmm. so like i'm not completely bringing this all together as far as like just simply with the locusts and how mm-hmm. destructive they are mm-hmm. but there is a major sign when you see a locust that they leave nothing but destruction Mm -hmm. in their path, So Mm -hmm. it's really clearly like evil feeling, you know, like it's evil all around it. If you want to
0: make that connection too,
1: you know? Yeah.
0: Interesting. But, and like, again, this is just one tiny part, one tiny symbol Mm -hmm. in these like five chapters of tribulation. There's like the bowls and the trumpets and like any trumpet, like things are happening and like things are dying. And honestly, I was like, what am I reading? <laughs> what is this? I really don't understand this. And so, a lot of
2: times when you read this, mm-hmm. you kind of go here because it is the most challenging in the sense of, yeah. what am I reading? Right. What's really happening? This right. sounds like a Hollywood film. Right? Right.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Like how how is this the apocalypsis of Jesus? Mm -hmm. I really don't understand why this is happening. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) Which I don't know I don't know if that's similar for you listeners, but like honestly, until I had formal classes in theology and in Revelation itself was when I just started to sort of grasp what was happening Mm -hmm. because I had formal training from biblical scholars. (laughs) (laughs) Well well, think about it
2: too, like You grew up, we all in this room grew up at some point as a child listening to some aspect of this book. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine being an adult? Oh. Never being in a church and and trying to kind of like just hear it for the first time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It sounds so bizarre. Yeah. It doesn't sound real. Right. Exactly. You know, like there's, there's aspects here that we have to have a little bit of patience when a a new person that has never heard this or as an adult hearing it for the first time, this is a, this is a new perspective because- How Pastor Kirk has really helped address this is John gets to see uh, like above the water and below the water, right. kind of mm-hmm. right. in the spiritual realm, if you will. And so this is an aspect of a spiritual dynamic that we may not have all the answers to <coughs> and may not even understand, let alone, can you imagine what a new person would yeah. be thinking, <laughs> hearing this? Yeah.
1: I don't know. Yeah. That's very true. Like it would be, I don't know. I was just trying to put myself in somebody's shoes for that. Like for the first time Mm -hmm. of just being like, wow. And I think it would almost be like, yeah, this isn't real. Mm Mm-hmm. And, oh, then, and then the absolutely. right, <laughs> yeah. right? And then, like, the thoughts. He on when he yeah, this. exactly. Yeah. And then the thoughts of the entire Bible, then would be like yeah. it, the validity of right. the entire Bible. Would be in in my head, would be mm-hmm. put in question a bit. Totally. i would be like, this is like a Tim Burton f- <laughs> film. Like, like yeah. and this is just well, weird. Yeah. Okay, where's the Johnny first, Depp? <laughs> like, the first right. encounter <laughs> of psychedelics. <Right>. Yes. <laughs> uh,
0: oh, geez,
2: man. But the emphasis here, um, mm-hmm. if, if we can. Um, kind of begin with the tribulation aspect. Mm -hmm. That's really where the focus has been. I I think if there's a theme in these chapters, which is helpful in understanding and breaking it down, kind of the backdrop and the theme throughout it is this tribulation understanding. Mm -hmm. What'd you guys think when he started talking about that?
1: Yeah, he, uh, Pastor Kirk, when he was talking through this tribulation thing, uh, he kept, the phrase he kept saying over and over again was in tribulation, hold on, help is on the way. Uh, And so like he kind of, started off the sermon even with that phrase kind of saying hey this is what we're going to talk about today uh but a little bit when you hear tribulation i at least go oh no like i, I just i'm uncomfortable with it mm-hmm. i'm an enneagram seven i do yeah. not want to be i don't want to sit in the tribulation i don't yeah. want to sit in yeah. the the frustration or the hard times yeah. or i want to go have fun i want to flee it uh and so even starting a sermon like hey we're gonna talk about tribulation today mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little. You bit. want to really, run. I want to run. Like <laughs> this, I get up and run away. No. <laughs> Why is Courtney running around the auditorium? We don't know. She's
2: gone. Uh, <laughs> Something happens. She runs. Yeah,
1: she's gone. But uh, Pastor Kirk, I think he started with uh, actually the verse i can't remember exactly where it's found was jesus saying in this world you will have troubles yeah. but it's actually in this world you will have tribulation mm-hmm. uh so it's just saying like you are going to experience tribulation mm-hmm. every single person is so what are you going to do with it when you're faced with it right um and so yeah this whole like in revelation tribulation is a little more crazy you know because we have these yes. images and yes. these these things that are happening like satan's actually like shows up in these ver- in these chapters right. too and that's terrifying right. um but it's just that reminder of like, yeah, tribulation happens to everybody, mm-hmm. that you're not alone in it. So even, you know, just sitting in the auditorium as he was preaching too, it's being able to look around and be like, hey, like every person sitting here mm-hmm. goes through tribulation. Mm-hmm. It all has a little bit slightly different look for each person individually, sure. but we can all have that in common of, yeah, we have tribulation and it's going to happen. So
2: I don't know. Well, it, it kind of helps with a little bit of a word study. He did um, about this word tribulation. It's used forty-five times, but eight different meanings, and that's it's usually the case with a lot of Greek words, even more so with Hebrew words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But with the Greek word here, it actually has these eight different meanings. So we have trouble, distress, suffering, hardship, persecution, affliction, anguish, trials. So we have these dynamics that actually bring this word to a different place even. So it's not just talking about um, tribulations in the sense of like there's trials, but we're also talking distress, suffering, and even Jesus, when he had used this word, he's using all eight meanings a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that kind of brings this word to a whole different level in the sense this is covering not just maybe tribulations, but we're talking about our suffering, the Mm -hmm. hardship the persecution aspect of it, the affliction, the anguish. I mean, there's a lot of emotions in those words. There's a lot of baggage that Mm. can also be brought into those words. So, um, I think this is a huge concept and I rightly so, this is truly the theme, Mm -hmm. but did it help when you heard those different words or does it convolute? You know, does it bring more clarity or does it make it more confusing?
0: For me, I think, I think, um, when we think of the word tribulation i i personally i don't know many anybody, us i personally have a tendency to conflate all of those different words together into one automatically yeah automatically in my brain but i think it genu- i think it really is helpful if we break up some of that and take apart some of those different words cuz then it almost gives us permission to um <clears throat> let me think about this um to actually see what we're going through as tribulation. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Because yeah. I don't because I feel like a lot of time, especially um, I don't know, I I feel like Christian culture has a tendency to be like, well, just trust in Jesus and it's <laughs> gonna be fine, like you're gonna be okay. And like, mm-hmm. but like if we can sort of redefine our suffering, as this no this is tribulation like this is real this is big this is Mm -hmm. this is serious Mm -hmm. this is important and um you don't have to belittle what you're experiencing you don't have to diminish what you're experiencing just because you i don't know jesus has got it like (laughs) like that's that's not helpful yeah it's like genuinely not helpful Mm -hmm. and if we continue to just push aside and like oh no it's fine like it's not real or like I'm going to be fine. Like all those kinds of like pushing aside what's actually happening. Mm-hmm. It's just going to build up and you're going to break. <laughs> and so I, I think that as, as we kind of dig deeper into the word itself, tribulation, and as we sing, see those different words and we truly see what we're experiencing as tribulation, then we can start to live more real yeah if that Mm -hmm. makes any sense
2: great perspective i I really do if i can add just a a little to that even because you made me think through a couple of different things one tribulation by defining it it creates more of a this is what i'm facing yeah instead of like put someone putting that on you you know Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. you you claim really the level of your own suffering Interesting. You claim the level of your own trouble, your own problems. You know, it's your determine like you determine what you consider a problem. And so no one can put that on you. Hmm. And so that really creates this, um, dynamic here where regardless of what you're facing, God's with you. Yeah. Hold on. Trouble's coming. You know, your trouble or help is on the way. Trouble's on the way. <laughs> 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 that, that changes well. everything. <laughs> Hold on here. <laughs> it's upside down. But no. Uh, so like for me, I feel like it, that creates this element where it's common ground. Yeah. For everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I appreciate you talking that through. Mm. How about for you, Courtney?
1: Yeah. I don't, I'm a little bit in my head now, uh, <laughs> so I'm going to process out loud and Absolutely. then you guys feel free to jump in as I for. just like yeah. process. Uh, I was just thinking for me personally, uh, I had a couple thoughts. Uh, one was like tribulation when I first hear that. I tend to think of one thing if I just hear it in general, first talking like, oh, what's um, your tribulation? But when we put it in the context of revelation, right? I think something totally different. Like right. I think like that havoc, so true. I think chaos, yes. I think like destruction. Like I don't so know dramatic. why. Like it just yeah, it's yeah, so yeah, much yeah. bigger of a word. Mm-hmm. But like when Jesus is like, oh, in this world you'll have trouble, you'll have tribulation. And I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. Like we will. Yeah. Like uh, life's yeah. not easy. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so there is that for some reason, like when I mm-hmm. put it in the context of Revelation, it's this bigger, scarier thing. So like knowing mm. that it's still the same idea and the yeah. same kind like I don't know. Like it yes, there's the scary things we talked about, like the locusts sure. and all that stuff. But like God is still like right there and in control, like, mm-hmm. you know. But uh and then I also had the thought too, as we we're just talking through all this, of what about somebody like me though, who I downplay the stuff that yeah. happens in my life, yeah. like oh, yeah. I don't Ever. own it. I think a lot of uh, people do I, that. I, yeah, yeah, like if something big's happening in my life, I'm more like, yeah, but it's not as big as yeah. this person who's going through whatever. Oh or yes. Yes, yes, yes. I, I tend to like, and so I don't know, I. I have a really hard time even acknowledging like yeah, I'm going through a tribulation right now. Like mm-hmm. those are hard words for mm-hmm. me to articulate to somebody. But I then have to rely on those around me in some ways though too, which I feel like this might contradict what you were even saying, Nate. Um, where like then I need somebody to be like, No, like what you are experiencing mm-hmm. is a tribulation. Like yeah. don't stop <laughs> it. Like stop downplaying yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. this is actually yeah. a hard thing you need and more this fours is in something. So <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Need somebody that's gonna be like, he, stop it! Yeah, don't <laughs> stop, run. Stop Sit and feel. <laughs> it. Enjoy it. Yeah, uh, stay in the moment. <laughs> yeah, be here. But yeah, I just I don't know. I was just what I was thinking as you guys were talking. Yeah. was more of the like, wow, this is interesting. Because for me, I do tend to like, like stuff happens. I'm like, eh.
0: Right.
2: It's It'll not as fine. big of a
1: deal. Oh my gosh. But yeah.
2: <laughs> so I think that's a great point. And and that's kinda like what we see with how we react to things. We either have that reaction where we think um magically where it's like it's not happening. Right. Or we think it's not big enough. Right. You know, and that's that's the part where uh, uh, I think we really, get in trouble.
0: Uh, that breaks my heart. What's why what, why is that? Because because pain is pain. Like it doesn't matter if it's big or small. Pain is pain. Mm. And so if we are in pain there's nothing beneficial about downplaying it and that's the same thing we shouldn't overplay it either because yeah. that's a whole other thing right. but like i really th- i really think this is might be i don't know whatever um i really think that humans tend to be delusional <laughs> <laughs> because we tend to not be good at knowing what's real um so like to to be able to be self-aware enough and Like, I don't know. I think, I think self-aware probably is the right word, but to be self-aware enough to know that like what I am experiencing to point at the emotions and be like, this is pain. This is why it's happening. And, and, um, where's that going with this? And not to like blow it up, but also not to downplay it. So like, if we find that middle ground where like allowing ourselves to feel the pain, allowing ourselves to experience what's happening and like, like, not running from it and not playing into it. I don't know. It, that's a really hard place to be <laughs> to yeah. just see the pain for what it is yeah. and not let it like rule us, but also not let it not exist. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. But, but as a four, as an Enneagram four, we, we sit in our emotions are a lot. And so <laughs> I love like the, the thought of people like, like this thing is happening and it's a big deal but they choose not to acknowledge it or they choose to, I don't know. It just breaks my heart because I've found so much healing Mm -hmm. in, uh, feeling. If that makes any sense, (laughs) that might make only sense to a four, but, but like, no, I think it makes a lot of sense. And and, (laughs) and there's
2: there's a big difference here because the word tribulation, I think Mm. in its, uh, Well, one, it's a formal word. It's not something you use in regular practice. So when we hear it, it does come from revelation. So you have a different feel. There's this bigger feel to it, but it automatically creates this. um, I want to escape Mm. um, or I want to confront. Yeah. Mm. I feel like that's kind of the like I'm going to confront that. I'm going to figure this out or I'm going to escape. So you can't blame either reaction in the sense. But we understand uh, like tribulation calls it out. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's the awareness. It's almost like you got to have a mindfulness here Mm
3: -hmm. in the sense
2: of like, am I going through a tribulation? Maybe some of us, we have that personality to ask the question, am I going through a tribulation right now? Courtney, are you going (laughs) (laughs) through a tribulation? I don't know, you tell me. (laughs) (laughs) I think then the other one is we have to ask the other type of personality is uh, what have you gone through Mm -hmm. and what have you learned? Mm-hmm. And so we can help others yeah. in that sense because are there are people that are more aggressive when it comes to tribulation. They're built different. Yeah, they're totally. going to go after it and totally. be like, "We got to fix this problem." Yeah. And then there's others that will completely ignore it. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, there's good and bad to both. Absolutely. You know, would you guys agree? I would. Yeah, I I for sure live in the runaway <laughs> runaway category, but. You were oh, just saying you faced it, though. No, but it's different. <laughs> it's much different. So the thing for me is I will face it on the inside of me, okay, but not on the outside of me. <laughs> so I can reconcile uh-huh. my own internal emotions and my hmm. own internal world. But then once I have to like reconcile the external world, then I'm like, no thanks. Oh. <laughs> too risky yes, at that point? very much too mm. risky. Interesting. Very much like... It's it's fear inducing because then because then I can't control it because I can control my own world. Like mm-hmm. I can I know what's happening. I'm very self-aware. I'm very knowledgeable of what's happening on the inside of my mind. But then once I get it out there and then I like it's it's a vulnerability, really. Yeah. And like you are vulnerable and now it's in the world and it's somebody else is going to react to it. Somebody else is going to have opinions about it. Mm-hmm. Somebody else mm-hmm. is going to speak into that good or bad. And I it's not my narrative anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's scary for me.
2: <laughs> no, I think you're calling out like social media. That's oh, totally. what happens when someone like calls out or they're just talking about their hardship or yeah. their their trial or whatever they're going through yeah. and then people just speak into that that have no understanding. Right. Right. And it creates this yeah, it it's yeah, it doesn't help in any no, way that I dynamic know, whatsoever. Yeah. But that's human nature, too. Right. Oh. Right. But that's that's where I live. <laughs> I appreciate your openness, because yeah. that's important, because I know for a fact you're not alone in that. And even mm. the fact of how you process tribulation is important, because I think that immediately brings hope to people. I also mm. think it brings hope to people talking about the tribulation, not yeah. for the sense of staying mm. in it or yeah. putting that onto somebody. Yeah. It's just like the minute you're like, oh. I get it. this person's open, and mm-hmm. they've gone through something mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. that's just
0: a different feel i i just I think there's really just something so powerful about pointing to something and saying this is really hard, and like pointing to that thing that's happening and acknowledging the pain yeah. <laughs> and acknowledging the suffering because then once we can acknowledge that there is suffering now we have the opportunity to do something about it. Mm-hmm. We have the oppor- We have the option of bringing it to our community. We have the option of bringing it to God. Mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. the option of, of like not wallowing and like all these different kinds of things. But uh, b- b- until we can acknowledge that it exists, there's no way we're going to be able to get through it.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I was just thinking I can see that in my own life. Like, yeah. uh, like, it sounds like i was going to f- i'm a fleer is what it sounds like but it's more of flee like, i flee <laughs> 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 it's the initial emotion but once i'm faced with a hardship i mm. tend to buckle down yeah. and be like yeah. now i'm going to i'm going to figure this out mm-hmm. i don't need other people i don't need because it's a challenge yeah. and i'm going to see myself through it um that's more where i so it's uh, you're almost asking like fight or flight in some mm-hmm. ways like that's yeah. what you're kind of at. Too. and uh i'm a fighter like yeah, really they, they buckle down you're like hey you're having a struggle, I'm going to be like, okay, I see you and I'll take you down. Right. Uh, <laughs> but then I tend to get caught up in the, not seeing that bigger pictures where my mm. head went as you were talking, Jacob of like feeling that sitting in that emotion or sitting in the, the pain or whatever it is. Uh, I tend to almost blow through that because mm. I'm now focused so much on the struggle itself of like the solution. Right, I was just, I'm yeah, going to yeah. fix this. Uh, that I, I often can even leave God out of it altogether yeah. Oh, yeah. or and leave community out of it because I, I'm, I'm notorious for being like, hey, by the way, that happened. When I talk to people, <laughs> like, oh, we were going through this. Or, oh, by the way, like, I had a little cancer scare. Or, hey, by the way, oh, I've done oh, that to my parents. Oh, my God! Uh, so, like, I'm so bad at it you because it me. is more of my, like, <laughs> I, I just, I see it and I want to tackle it right. and we're going to get through it. um, But that's not necessarily the healthiest way to go about it either because there is this taking out the bigger picture of where is God in this? What is he trying to teach Mm -hmm. me through this time? Uh, I try to take it on myself and I miss out on a lot. And even like a big piece for me too, is community, uh, Mm -hmm. having people around me when I try to go about it on my own. Uh, I'm missing out on so much there and I'm probably honestly not even going to do it correctly then either. (laughs) Like, because I don't have (laughs) like, the wisdom coming from God, I'm not seeking him. I'm not seeking advice from people who may know better, who have had experiences, yeah. who have already gone through what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of where, mm-hmm. how I tackle things mm-hmm. poorly, apparently. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: I'm not right. I not I nothing. <laughs> Now everyone's curious.
2: Oh,
1: (laughs) Oh, no, no.
0: It's just... I I don't have... My thoughts, they're all... You're fine. They're all everywhere, so they're not... not (laughs) I don't want to bring anxiety here. No, no, no. There is none. There is none. Okay, good. My thoughts just are not gathered quite
2: yet. No, I I really appreciate you guys talking that through, because I think even the vulnerability in that Mm -hmm. really does help people in the sense of you're not alone, and that's the point. Mm -hmm. Help can also be in the context of you're not alone. Yeah, You know? uh, The solution may not look like it really should in the sense of just like help it, it starts with just yeah. Help starts with other people. And the fact of like we're all in this together. I'm I'm similar to you, Courtney. I ignore uh when it's a myself, um, mm-hmm. but I also am very aggressive to deal with it. You know, in the sense if it's a major tribulation, we're gonna mm-hmm. face it. We're gonna mm-hmm. face it head on with aggression. <laughs> you know, right. we're gonna go after wow. this thing and we're gonna we're gonna take it down. Once it gets to a certain point. Now, before that, <gasps> I will ignore it until I know I need to activate, you mm-hmm. know, like it's just like oh. mount up, you know, yeah. Yeah. After, you know it, but there's a point in which it has to build for me. Mm. And I don't know why, but mm. I've always I have to have pressure once the pressure comes.
0: Oh, well, we're going to deal with it. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. I definitely relate with that for sure. Interesting. I, I'm i just thinking through just the, these last, I'd say like two to yeah. I'd say probably maybe two or three years. Uh, it's It has been unbelievable the amount of peace and hope I have experienced personally through vulnerability. Mm. Unbelievable. Like, I've, I've never really had community like I have right now before. Mm. And so um, if anybody out there is listening and you're in a place that is really challenging, I really, 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 really encourage you to... Um, trust other people enough to be vulnerable with Mm -hmm. them because it freedom is found in vulnerability. I truly believe that. Well, I think one avenue of freedom is vulnerability. (laughs) I think freedom is more complicated than just that. But I think that's an incredible, powerful statement. Mm
2: -hmm. Um, What's that like for you to feel
0: when you do that? There's just so much less pressure and so much more peace because like there's there really is something to going to somebody and saying this is what I'm feeling, this is what I am experiencing and for them not to respond judgmentally, not to respond like oh, you're you're deviant. <laughs> 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 or like oh, wow, yeah. that's like surprising. Like for some for people to respond like okay. Great. That's really thank you for sharing with me. Mm-hmm. And like there's there's nothing like Like getting what's on the inside of my mind outside of it Mm -hmm. and people responding in a way that is that is loving and compassionate and and um, supportive and saying, oh, I can understand why you would feel that. Mm -hmm. I can understand why you would think that and I can understand why you did that. And um, hey, it's going to be okay. (laughs) Like there's nothing there's no no kind of experience that I've felt because i mean i'm te- i'm a very very independent human <laughs> and so i want to do things on my own i want to figure it out and i've done that for a majority of my life and now that i have more community talking with friends and talking with mentors and talking with people they are able to speak into me and to support me in a way that i that you can't support yourself like you can't you just can't do it you can't do it on your own <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's really cool Mm -hmm. it's really powerful to share too because I think it changes when you do go through a tribulation like that yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, versus not having that It's, it's a lot different yeah well, we did talk a lot about tribulation, which is just shows how important the theme is. Yeah, um, and I love it. But if we if we go to the next part, it's more or less going through like the seals um, and moving into a lot more details of it all. But I just was curious as you guys were listening over this last uh, couple weeks of this uh, series, what stood out to you in this sermon? Was there another part to this? Do you guys want to share? Um.
1: I think Jacob, you had even mentioned this one, uh, but it also stood out to me as well uh, mm. that tribulation has a shelf life. Oh yeah, uh, yeah that's I, a good one. I love that that it's because when you're in tribulation, when you're yeah. feeling it, mm-hmm. it feels like it's gonna be there forever. Uh, or you just maybe even wondering like, how am I gonna recover from this? Uh, or but it's that idea of like it has a shelf life. Like there, it's not something that's gonna like mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, do, Jacob, do you have any more to add to that? Because <laughs> well, I, I, we talked about it a little bit. Uh, but because I, I just I'm realizing as I'm saying it, like it's not going to be there forever. But I mean, some tribulation is going to be there for your life.
0: Right.
3: Uh, I was just certain about, things. Like, chronic pain. Yes. Or like like that.
1: illnesses, yeah. that type of stuff can actually be there. But
2: but there's still even a shelf. To That's that.
1: true. Exactly. That's yeah. where. Right. I think so, even
2: in a statement itself, when we do this podcast, what we are looking for is hope. Yeah. That is probably the most hope-filled. I agree. Uh, one of the most hope-filled statements, in the sense that um, it shows God's in control, and it shows that there is uh, His control. There is an end to this tribulation mm-hmm. at some point. Yeah, and there is hope in that. Mm-hmm.
0: There
2: is. You first brought it up, though, Jacob. Do you remember what sparked your thinking?
0: Um, <clears throat> I think I think it was just that. Like, as as an Enneagram Four, I have a lot of emotions, <laughs> and in the moment my emotions feel so incredibly real and so incredibly um like permanent mm. <laughs> if that makes sense um and so i mean obviously emotions come and go and that's it's a it's a wild ride sometimes <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um but that that just that statement was so comforting just because i just have it i i'm not good we were actually just talking about this the other day about how different um enneagram personalities perceive time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i very much am i think i i think if i were to guess fours probably live like in the present mm-hmm. because nothing exists other than (laughs) right now (laughs) and how i'm feeling feeling. (laughs) exactly um and so i have a it's like challenging for me to look back and think about the stuff i've been through but it's also challenging for me to look forward with hope (laughs) because to look forward with hope wouldn't i don't know it's just hard it's hard for me because that's not real it doesn't even exist yet (laughs) Mm -hmm. and what happened already that's not real either because it's gone (laughs) So what's only the only thing that's real for me is right now. Mm -hmm. And so when the emotions and the suffering feels so big. It feels unending. And um, just to think like this, this to the. ugh. I roll my eyes because my mother hates the statement, but this too shall pass mm-hmm. is the concept. She was told that her whole life and she hates hearing that now. But, um,
2: I'm sure a lot of people have been told. Yes, that. Yeah. yes.
0: But like, but that statement just, it really is true. Like this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. And I think that that statement can be taken just for my mother. It can be taken too far mm-hmm. where like, it doesn't allow you to feel the things, but also we can take it not far enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and think that like, this is going to be forever right um and yeah i don't know that's kind of it's just really comforting that yeah. that tribulation what is happening now it does have a shelf life whether that be um like near future or at some point like this is <laughs> really sad but so i super apologize for this we'll have to take a brain break after this
1: <laughs> just a heads up i'm ready for that yes yeah. yes uh. So it was interesting to I was just actually looking at my notes from the sermon and I don't know if Kirk actually said this or if this was my interpretation of what he said, but Ooh. I wrote that <laughs> Satan and his demons have a shelf life. Ooh. Uh, and for Ooh. me, All that right is like, <laughs> that's good. That's encouraging for me because yeah. I am more future oriented too. Uh, and it's a little more like, oh yeah, like we win. Like at yeah. the end of the day, yeah. like they're going down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that I think that even ties into the whole like we started this podcast talking about the locusts and how sure. they torment for five months. Yeah, like that the locusts were the Satan's demons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a shelf life. Like mm-hmm. the, it will pass. It's a a time. Like God wins. God's gonna take them out. He's bigger than them. Uh, and for me, when I think future, I'm like it is still this encouraging thing of like. Oh, they're going down. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. That's probably a little bit my competitiveness, too. Sure. <laughs> like, like, We're going to win. And whatever this looks like, yeah, it might be pretty crappy along the way. But the bigger picture here is that it's it's going to be all right because they're going down mm-hmm. and we're going to be victorious through it.
2: Yeah. There's a lot more to God's control than I think we understand. Mm
1: -hmm. Even in
2: the, uh, unveiling of these seals and opening of the seals, um, an angel stops, uh, at seal six or I'm sorry, after seal six. And, uh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. It's right after there's a pause for the seventh seal. And, um, even pastor Kirk talks about how that pause is more about God's control. Like there's even, there's an, there's a level to like even the uh, scorpion uh, sting, like five months. There's, there's, there's shelf life to each one of these things. Um, Even the sense of the tribulation, but that's, we see it even in the um, laying out of the seals or uh, 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 opening of the seals. Mm -hmm. And right there at uh, seal seven, there is a great pause. Um, And I just think that's interesting how that maps out even in uh, the book itself, (laughs) Mm -hmm. the letter itself. That's Um,
1: interesting.
2: And I think that's what the cry of it. Hold on. Help is on the way. Yeah. Each step of the, each step of the, it goes back to the theme. Mm-hmm. More and, and very more. Much so. So brain break. Yes. Yeah.
1: will pause. Go for it. Big there we Pause. pause. Break. Yep.
2: For fun. For humor. Because <laughs> we know we love this part, right? We do. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. This will be a question that's going to be a little bit more interesting because I'm just curious uh, where it takes your thoughts. But mm. if you could be a fly on the wall, who would you want to listen on? Is on. Listen in, in on.
0: Ooh, this Who is would you exciting. want to listen
2: in on? If you could be a fly on the wall. Interesting, huh? Oh. <laughs> and there's
0: silence. We
1: pause. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we really are Wait, pausing now.
0: There's so
2: many. That's
1: right. I'm like I'm <laughs> so like personal like <laughs> stuff. I'm like, "Oh, I'd love to be a part of that conversation." Well, there's so uh, many
0: also for so many different reasons.
1: Right?
3: <laughs> Can I give like
0: two? Yeah, top 2. How about that? We'll do
2: top Maybe 2. Three?
0: Okay, we'll do 2, 2. <laughs>
2: We're, I'm just watching Jacob look at the ceiling. I'm not even, <laughs> yeah. and he's tapping his
0: throat. There's no, there's so many options. Do you
2: have
1: one, Courtney? No, I don't. Like,
0: <laughs> I am not, no, she's not, not
1: wait, much. So
0: you've had time to think about this. Do you have anyone? I have not.
1: I've not even
2: thought it through. Oh so like I was just like, this can be you fun. Yeah, I that's so like, yeah, that's be fun. Okay, okay. Wait, but no. I'll force it. I'll be like, all right, here we go. Uh, fly in the wall. For me, I would have to think. I would love. Um, I love comedy, Mm -hmm. love comedy. Mm -hmm. So, uh, man, comedians to be on the, uh, it'd be funny just to see like behind the scenes, like Conan. I love Conan. I think he's hilarious. Um, just the way his brain thinks. So, like something like that, I'd be, I don't know. I just love Robin Williams was fascinating the way his brain functioned and worked. You know, I would have loved to see behind the scenes how. Mm. If there is a behind the scenes, right, right. right. yeah, be on the wall, fly on the wall on for the something wall like that. Yeah. I would just love that it. Cool. I love the creativity side of it. Yeah. Did you ever
1: so. watch comedians and cars getting coffee? Yes. Yeah, oh, like yeah. that intrigues me so much. Like I like love that. Was that Seinfeld? Love that. Yeah. yeah. But I felt like you got a little good. bit of a taste of the behind the scenes for some of the comedian. Anyway, yeah. that's yeah. a whole side note. But like, I that's love fun. that. Yeah.
2: But then, of course, for me also, like something with the president. Right, I, that's
1: where I went. You know, like if there's
2: a huge situation, but then the other side of it is like, I don't want to know. No. <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, honestly, yeah, like, then, yeah. I
2: really don't want to know. Heck no, I don't want to know right. how corrupt everything <laughs>
0: is, or not. Oh, hopefully not.
2: But and then there's I this weird side to me that I would like to go towards, like a famous pastor. Just yes. to see the character. Mm, I agree. <laughs> just to see if the character is true. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. all really the scandals that happen, you yes, know, like, yes. I, there's curiosity for me
0: there. I'm sorry, I gave three. That's great. Huge fan. My first option, I think, would be on, like, a movie set of some kind. Mm. Just just because then, like, I would I would love to watch, like, how the director directs people. Great idea. And how, like, the mm. actors choose, choose their, the way that they do chose to do the scene or whatever and how like that process works. And I am thinking more of like the creative process less, less about the like, like, oh, it's fun to be on a set. But I am I would be very interested to, like, be on the fly on the wall of, like, as the actors like, rehearsing or, like, as the director is directing mm-hmm. or as the... Even, like, the colorist is coloring the movie or whatever. That would be really interesting to me. Like, mm-hmm. oh, wait, why did you choose to do that? Yeah. Or why did you choose to do that? Mm-hmm. Like, I would... That would be so interesting to me. I'm not sure what director, but... Some, some like artsy fartsy
3: directors, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I guess I didn't say who on the what I was talking about either, but like I
2: think that's the general idea or area, yeah. Yeah. that covers it, yeah, yeah. And then as you're thinking of a second, Courtney, do you have one,
1: yeah? Uh, just as you guys were talking, where I went to was more like, can I go with somebody I would have loved to have, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, like. I, this has been popping up on my TikToks a lot too. Uh, uh-huh. But Kobe Bryant, oh yeah, uh, oh. the greatness, like yeah. the discipline and the like watch and watch. I know. <laughs> I was like, yeah. as you were talking about the arts and stuff, like, I know oh, sports. <laughs> uh, that's where my head goes. Uh, for me, it's that greatness, like him or Michael Jordan, sure. of like the game prep. Or right? even went to like Peyton Manning, of yeah. like because I know he did a ton. Like I would love to be a fly and I want be like, how do you like? Where's your brain go? Mm-hmm. How do you prep that? What do you, What's your thoughts? What's your? I don't know. Just that people who are elite at what they did and what they are doing mm-hmm. was, is just somebody that I would love to just be a fly on the wall and just even watch that whole thing um, mm-hmm. like play out because there's just a different drive there I think, I don't yeah. know, that intrigues me it's another gear, yeah. yeah,
2: for sure I think it's so cool <laughs> yeah, I just love Thinking. looking at Jacob yeah. trying to
3: think through trying to think. <laughs> who, who my else? other thought was like somebody
0: maybe somebody like James Baldwin or something like to just see how he lives his life. Mm. Or I don't know if I think he's still alive. Right. James Baldwin. Do you know who I that is? I don't know who that is.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. so, uh, I no. was really I was the only one. Really? <laughs> oh, no. Maybe I know. He's I just a don't writer.
0: He's I'm not the good with
2: I was like, like is he
1: one of the Baldwin brothers? Because <laughs> no. I was going through those and going, nope, I don't think so. He's an
0: artist <laughs> and writer and very prolific. Black. He's, he's incredible. Awesome. He is. He has just mm. a beautiful soul. He's written lots of books. That's great. But that would be really interesting just to see how he lives his life.
2: That's great. That's a great brain break in the sense of yeah. what we're talking about and just getting to know us a little bit more. So going back into the Revelation conversation, if we're good. No, do, wait, did I leave
0: one out? I don't think so. I mean, I could, I could come up with more. Like, you had one, Like right? I could think of like Sports. in my personal <laughs> life, it could be fun to watch. I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't want to do anything anyone political. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that You're would asking be, for problems. No. <laughs> yeah. No. No, thank you. Ooh, maybe like Taylor Swift. That Ooh, could be fun. there you go. T-Swift. Yeah. And like preparing for a, for a, what's it called? Tour?
3: <laughs>
2: like tour
1: rehearsals? That could be fun. Oh, no? yeah.
2: Did you have one more,
1: Courtney? No. We can move on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to Revelation. <laughs> the pause two. is over. Okay. I right. named like four athletes. Can we just That's go that? That's true. She yeah. did. Yeah.
2: Okay. Good the discipline all okay. right we'll okay. move on <laughs> revelation six opening mm-hmm. of the seals we talked I, I going back to the the first part here because there's a white horse, a red horse, a black mm. horse, and a pale horse. They all represent something the first is military conquest, the second is also a sword so it rep- oh, the, it represents war um the the third the black horse um, <gasps> represents economic struggle struggle or famine. Um, the pale horse uh, also represents death so what Um, is being said here is more the discussion about what happens to superpowers of the world Um, Mm -hmm. over time at some point there's going to be a military conquest to want more and to overcome everyone else which results in war which results in economic and struggle Mm -hmm. persecution all Mm -hmm. that stuff famine and then ultimately what happens is death Mm -hmm. and so this is more or less i think the sign of how evil works the spiraling Mm. if if you if you will at like how human nature left alone is Mm. going to just want to destroy Mm -hmm. yeah um and so it's it's a very specific picture um in each of these horses but um i think this is also a really good picture to understand how tribulation even works it even understands more about tribulation does tribulation tribulation is caused by these horses in any way, hmm. by themselves or altogether, even, and so that's how powerful, in that sense, in a negative way, this really is. Thoughts? <laughs> didn't mean to just stop there. <laughs> I look about the and I'm like, oh, great. It's a great thought. Dang. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I was
0: actually just thinking about. Um, have you heard recently? Um, I was I was listening to NPR the other day, but people are freaking out a little bit about Russia and their standoff at Ukraine. Have you heard about this? A little bit. A little bit, yeah. I don't know much about mm, I don't know much about it either. But I was just thinking about like some people are nervous. They've they've sent like the UN has sent I apologize to anybody who actually knows what's happening. <laughs> 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 so I'm gonna get it wrong probably. But um I think they've, they've sent like people to talk to Putin and mm. like to try and get concessions about this or that or whatever. But he has like a ton of troops all around the border of Ukraine and like they're nervous that oh, they're yes, going to like invade sure. yeah. and invade Ukraine. Yeah. And like, but then that's going to start something, mm-hmm. <laughs> something big, but that's just what it made me think of. Like, yeah, this, there's all this kinds is of like, like crazy. Like a- I, I've never really experienced like territorial conquest mm. in war. As mm. a millennial, I mean, obviously, there's like the Iran and like all those other Call kinds of, of war, wars, but it wasn't yeah. really about like gaining territory. Yeah. It was, I'm not exactly sure what it was about, but <laughs> history <laughs> and politics is not my thing. <laughs> but, um, but like, just the thought of like, there are people in power who want more. Yeah. And they will do whatever they have to to take it. And I just like imagining, like, what if Russia decides to invade Ukraine? like what's going to happen.
2: Well I think that's <laughs> kind of the point in the sense of like right. if it's Russia or like any other superpower mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. the point like at some level it can be our human nature to get to that place where we just want to overcome everybody. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's that's the that's the sad part. Yeah. Is is we re- we really do function out of that at times and that's where we have to be mindful and be careful especially cuz it can work into war. And then it, it flows it just, through the yeah, spiraling effect to through. death. Ultimately yeah. death mm-hmm. is what it's this whole scheme's about.
1: Yeah. I just went to in my head of this, like this was something I was taught in like eighth grade Bible class, but oh. uh, it's true. It's the absolute power corrupts.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. uh,
1: and that's Satan uses that yeah. often, like this need for us to have power. We have that in us as humans of get more power, get more power. And then like it just leads to this complete destruction uh, when we let that take place in our Mm -hmm. lives and Mm -hmm. let alone as a entity or an empire nation or whatever Mm -hmm. um, that it can lead through all of those steps and eventually it destroys everything. Yeah.
0: We have so many stories that tell us that Mm -hmm. and yet we continue to take and take and take to gain and gain and gain. Mm -hmm. Like I even think of like, there's so plenty of movies that portray like this person in power And all they want is more power. And then they destroy their lives as a result because Mm -hmm. like that's the only thing that matters. And like there's there's like the stories like that, especially in Hollywood. There's just they're a dime a dozen. But we continue to not heed the warning Mm -hmm. and we continue to. Gain and gain and gain because it's the curse of sin, (laughs) the curse of like human nature at this point. And yeah, it's going to lead to death ultimately.
2: Yeah, and I like it reminds me of the super or, uh Spider-Man uh quote oh. wisdom with great power yeah. comes that great responsibility. responsibility. Like that's that is so true in the sense that we have to be mindful of yeah, we yeah. have to be aware of this. Um but I found it interesting so when we get to the seventh seal there's that pause where we just kind of talk a little, or, um, uh talked a little bit before the brain break, but um, there's a scene change. John sees four angels standing there, uh, talks about uh, the number 144,000. But if we look um, at this um, kind of conversation that's happening around this, um, we talked a little bit about what the 144 represents. Um One idea is it represents, uh, it kind of has a breakdown, 12 times 12 times 1,000. 12 tribes of Israel is one of it, uh, 12 apostles in the New Testament. And then the 1,000 represents uh, a number too numerous to count because it represents all, the whole church. So really, all of this to say 144,000 represents the whole church. But um, this pause, we talked about God is in control. Um, comes out of Ephesians 1, uh, 13 is where Pastor Kirk um, went to. And if I can read that real quick, Ephesians 1 uh, verse 13 uh, through 14. Actually, I, I chose the message um, version just because it's, it says it a little bit differently. but it says this, it's in Christ that you, once you heard the truth and believed it, this message of your salvation, found yourself home free. Signed, mm. sealed, and delivered, which is a cool song, really by, <laughs> by the Holy Spirit. So I'll say that again. Found yourselves home free, signed, sealed, and delivered by the Holy Spirit. This down payment from God is the first installment on what's coming. Mm. A reminder that we'll get everything God has planned for us, a praising and glorious life. Um, I love the way Eugene Peterson brings that to life, uh, through the language, because originally even in Bible college, however Mm. you want to talk or say it, um, it, it, I remember very, uh, specifically talking, this is more of an economic, uh, statement, this mark, uh, that we all have received, um, because it's, it's more like coming in and getting a, um, a credit and then it's going to come to fruition at some point. It's this idea that's going to come to fruition at some point. Help is on the way, if you will. Yeah. Um, this, um, praising and and glorious 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 life and it's just kind of interesting how it all comes when we trust in jesus there's this mark from the holy spirit that creates this mark of what's to come in this future and we don't know what it really looks like in its fullness but we have this idea and we have this picture that ties in greatly to this message of the seals and the seventh seal especially so there's a lot of information i know that but (laughs) any thoughts to add to that
0: Ooh, that was a lot of information. (laughs) It
1: was. I I love that version. I was just trying to look it up so I could actually see it myself. Uh,
0: Would it help if I
2: read it again?
1: Sure. Yeah.
2: It's in Christ that you, once you heard the truth and believed it, this message of your salvation, found yourselves home free. Signed, sealed, and delivered by the Holy Spirit. This down payment from God is the first installment on what's coming. A reminder that we'll get everything God has planned for us, a praising and glorious life. Mm -hmm. So basically just talking about this future um, through the book of Revelation, but even beyond that, what we have been promised through trusting in Jesus Mm -hmm. will be delivered Mm -hmm. at some point. And that mark is all about that representation of what we're currently experiencing, Mm -hmm. but also going to experience. And so it's fasting when you take the Holy Spirit and what this mark really means. Mm-hmm. It is a spiritual dynamic,
0: right? Um, yeah. And so I, I think it's a powerful one for us to think through. Mm-hmm. I love the idea of like this is a first down payment, yeah. which which implies that there's more payments later. Mm. Which implies that like what's happening now in this life now is not the end. Mm-hmm. There is more later, and that God's plan and purpose will be f- found and and um, <clears throat> realized eventually. <laughs> so like what we see now like some somewhere there's a verse about like what we see now we only see dimly. Um, but eventually we'll see clearly, but we can't see clearly because we're here now. So it just it, it the the idea really brings home for me like revelation as a whole as the apocalypse of Jesus because like Jesus is the down payment for what we deserved. Mm-hmm. And now we have hope because when we die, when we're gone, when this world does no longer exists, <clears throat> when this is all made into a new creation, we will get to experience the continuing payment of God's mark, as Absolutely. if you will. Yep. Like and that's like the whole that's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Not just revelation, but that's yeah that is the the Bible that is the, the story of God. Mm -hmm. And, um, there's nothing more hopeful than that Mm -hmm. where like, like, uh, I think of, um, recently I have a friend who, uh, her name was Sarah and she is my age, 27. And, um, she had, what is it called? Um, what's the, stomach cancer, liver? No. Pancreas? No. <laughs> Pancreatic? I don't know. Uh no, the the um intestines, what is I don't know, regardless in her GI tract. She oh. had cancer oh. somewhere oh. in there. And um and it took her life recently and she was 27 worship pastor, worship leader. Oh. Loved Jesus yeah. like mm-hmm. one of the most incredible one of the most incredible people and um and like she lost her battle with cancer, but now now she is healed. Like she is Mm -hmm. free. Mm -hmm. She is she is with God. We don't know what what that looks like. We don't know what that feels like, but we know that she is she is healed. Yeah. She's done. There's a full manifestation of that mark. Yeah. Whatever that mark looks like. Whatever that looks like right now. We don't know we don't know what that looks like. There's a completion. But what we do know is that she's with Jesus. Whatever Mm -hmm. Ontologically, that looks like. Yeah. And so, like, oh, how how amazing is that? Like, that is as sad as it is for us here right now and as as, suf- as much suffering as we experience now. At some point, as believers, as people who follow God and as carriers of the mark of the Holy Spirit, we get to live with Jesus for eternity. And... Uh, That's so hopeful. That's Mm -hmm. so incredible. Absolutely. It makes me think too of, um, I don't know if you saw, there was a video a while back of Francis Chan talking about like he had this image of like a rope. He had a really, really, really long rope. And on one end of it, Mm -hmm. there was, um, it was painted red. And -hmm. he was like, this this red part is all of human history Mm -hmm. from millennium ago to millennium whenever we're done. And then after that is this white rope and it's forever long. And like this is eternity <laughs> compared to all of human history, yeah. which is like six inches of the rope. So if we think of like we have no concept of eternity, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> none no. whatsoever. We have no way of grappling with the reality of eternity. Mm-hmm. And um, so so from God's perspective, the ultimate hope is you will be with me in eternity. That is the ultimate hope from our perspective, looking up, well, I shouldn't say looking up, um, from our perspective towards God and towards time. Even we, it's hard for us to quantify or qualify, um, our suffering because that's all that we know and we want it to be done, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it will be hope is coming. Hold on.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: It's that's beautiful.
2: great. I appreciate you walking that through how you're processing it too. Cause I think that's important. We need to process this more. Yeah. We always talk about the tribulation, all the worst part, but yeah. like even this is more so than this is how God is with us throughout the whole yeah. way. There's mm-hmm. this mark there of who he is, but yeah, I really appreciate you walking through that.
1: Yeah. I love that. Like the the hope there for sure. Like the futuristic hope of like, there will be hope. But also for me too, there's that reminder of like, there's hope in the moment as well. Like we are marked like by God. And that's God saying like, you're mine. Like I've got you. And you might have a terrible time on this earth. You're going to have struggles. There's going to be things that are going to happen. There might be obstacles. No matter what Satan throws our way, like God has us like there's that hope in the moment too of like mm-hmm. just knowing that he's right there with us walking with us through this because we are his he knows where we are he knows what we're going through uh and there's comfort in that too uh when we feel like giving up and we feel like what is the point in all of this mm-hmm. we can realize like that god has marked us like we are his and yes there's the hope that's coming but there's also the hope as we walk in that journey as well um I love that in the message version there too, where I think you had said like everything God has, we're going to get everything God has planned for us. Mm. And even that verbiage alone, like at first I was like, Oh, you're going to get what's coming for you. Like it (laughs) it has that like initial like (laughs) negative to me. Like I was like, what? And I was like, wait, no, like that's so hopeful Mm -hmm. of like, we're going to get everything God has planned for us. Like Mm -hmm. all the promises, like from Genesis to revelation, God has promise after promise, after promise for his people. And like, it's basically saying like when you're marked with by God all of that is going to come to fruition. And that is so incredibly hopeful and just a beautiful thing. Because mm-hmm. I, again, like eternity, you can't like wrap your head around it. You can't with that either. So it's just well, incredible.
2: You, you bring up a great point, even how Kirk landed the sermon and mm-hmm. the so what. That question, I think you actually brought it up when we were even talking and planning kind of what to talk about. That question was when we find ourselves in a tribulation, it's not why, but how, because he's walking with me in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember sitting down with somebody, um, this might be a little explicit if there's a, a small <laughs> uh, child around listening, please. Uh, uh, I probably wouldn't suggest listening to it. Um, because I want to be real. Um, there's a, there's a person that I, well, I was a chaplain in a hospital and I got called to, um, the trauma room, um, uh, because someone had stabbed themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was an older gentleman and, uh, he stabbed himself in the stomach and, uh, I walked in as the surgeon was consulting. Um, he was very much alive, conscious, mm-hmm. and I walked into the trauma room and there's this guy just sitting there, um, waiting to go into the OR to be operated. Cause they had to go in the OR in order to take the knife out mm-hmm. because you never want to remove it because mm-hmm. you don't know what you're finding until you're in a safe environment to explore that. Mm-hmm. And so that's why the surgeon was immediately there. But anyways, I, I get in there and the guy was asking for me and, oh, wow. uh, he's just started to go and share everything that was like the reason why mm-hmm. and I come to find out he really wanted to commit suicide mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, and that's what started it all so I'm starting to listen to all this thing and I couldn't get around the fact that there is this knife, knife yeah. sticking yeah. out of this person as I'm talking to this person right. so there's two elements here that's happening one my heart breaks for the story mm-hmm. and totally. then the other I'm super tense and almost anxious because there's a knife I've never seen right. anything yeah. like this and right. it's just right there and I, I had this moment where in that moment, I thought this is exactly what God does with us, mm. sees mm. everything oh my like there's, it, it's the, the knife and all the problems, all everything that we're going through. He sees the big picture. He's outside of it all, but yet he's right there next mm-hmm. to it. And that's really hard for me to fathom. And it took another person's situation, life and death situation for me to actually understand that for myself. Um, And so just passing it on as in this hopeful God sees you Mm -hmm. in your tribulation. God Mm -hmm. sees exactly what you're going through. And I don't, I I don't say that to placate yeah. at yeah. All. Right. I don't say that as no like patronization. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Get over it. Nothing like that. I see you. Like God sees you in the midst of the hurt, mm-hmm. the weeping, the mm-hmm. the crying that won't stop. Who who knows where you're at? But and and we've had all kinds of discussions even before the podcast, talking about what we see people struggling through. There's loneliness. There's depression. There's there's all kinds of anxiety right now. I've had so many conversations yeah. with people saying I've never had anxiety in my life ever until now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's crazy. But for whatever reason, um, whatever you're facing, whatever you're going through, God sees you mm. and has not left your side. And if that's all you need to hear today, that's what I hope you get. Even in the message of revelation of all yeah, things. Right. Yeah. five chapters in this book. <laughs> and this is what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought I just had to share that story.
0: Thank you for sharing. I really appreciate that. It's, again, vulnerability, my friends, <laughs> 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 brings health and healing and freedom. Well, um thank you guys for listening we're glad you're here and um share this with anybody who you feel needs a message of hope today we love you all and grace and peace have a good week